Get your head out of the clouds Get your feet back on the ground Get stuck into pop culture With Stick Around Hello there and welcome to Stick Around The podcast that's more hung than a British Parliament Sponsored by Nick Clegg Hello there, we're here for um, TV shows episode, I'm feeling like 20, although I should have researched this and I haven't. No, it's, that's tradition, with... Clive. Yeah, we don't, we don't research here, you know? <laughs> only, only Dave researches. You have to start actually. every podcast with a... A guess, basically. Confusion <laughs> over Confu- what episode <laughs> number it is. <laughs> it is traditional. TV shows, as I've said, I'm here with James Cable. Hello. Alex Wayne. Aloha. And extra special guest, Josh Keithley. Hello. <laughs> this, is, this, <laughs> this is becoming a bit of a regular occurrence, Josh. Um, would yeah, you say well, that you, you're branching out? You're not just reading now. You're, uh, you're I'm just trying to gatecrash everything and <laughs> spread my opinions far and wide. <laughs> I can't wait for your controversial TV opinions today. <laughs> um, excellent. Uh, how are we all? We all good? Good. Yeah, good. Yeah, um, yeah good. Feeling Dave, especially hung. Uh, Dave Peeling, uh, our regular expert on here, can't come because he's got scurvy. That's one of the dangers Uh, of living living on a pirate galleon. I did tell him to eat some oranges, but he didn't listen. Yeah. Said, no, I'll get my vitamins from bread. Said, it's not possible, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he he learned the hard way. He learned the hard way. He's he's now on land eating shit tons of melon. Living it up. Um, the rest of us are still on the boat, however, and uh, it's quite a calm day today, isn't it? Not not rocky, yeah. but a bit yeah, of rain. Yeah, de- decent weather, decent weather. So would, would um, you describe it as strong and stable? Um, I'll describe our current ship as strong and stable, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're running up against uh, this rival gang called the Bit Torrent, which is... Uh, <laughs> Patrolling around, harassing us, you know. All we want is physical copies. We don't want, you know, these bullshit downloads, you know. We're an old school pirate ship. We want DVDs, you know, CDs. No. Physical physical books, none of this Tapes. fucking e-book. Yeah. Tapes, yeah. Oh, and vi- vinyl for cable as well. We want all the physical media. Aye. Cool. Uh, aye. Very, uh, very piratey. <laughs> Getting in the mood. Um, let's start with Al. What have you got for us this week? Right. Okay. So I've got th- three shows I've been watching. I'm only going to talk about two wow. of them. Um, I'm going to decide what the second one will be later. So I'll do that on on the fly. Um, to start with, I'm going to talk about uh, Netflix original series Dear White People. Um, it's a spin-off of the 2014 film of the same name. It is directed by Justin Simeon, who also uh, directed the film. Uh, it stars quite an ensemble cast, um, not, not one of whom I'm really familiar with, but I'll read some names anyway. Logan Browning, Brandon P. Bell, D. Ron Horton, and others. <laughs> uh, what was so amusing? P. Bell, bell. I think. Oh, Bell, bell. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. He's imagining peeing in a bell. Because <laughs> uh, he's three narr- years old. <laughs> narrated by um, Giancarlo Espartito. Bonus points for anyone who can tell me who that is. Better known as? Giancarlo Espertito. Can we have a clue? Think Breaking Bad. Um, thingy, the chicken shop man. Yeah, but I'm going to need a name for Gus. that. Gus. Gus. Gus Fring. Fring. Yes, yes. He's the 
I've, by the way, I literally just found that out this second on the Wikipedia page. Um, anyway, yeah, it's set in an Ivy League college called Winchester University, which purports itself to be extremely, um, you know, diverse and well-versed in, you know, race relations, but it isn't really. It picks up where the film left off just after a blackface party run by a satirical magazine. Um and it follows the main character Sam, who is who hosts a radio show called Dear White People. Um, in it, she kind of, you know, spikes and sort of jousts with um, white men who don't really understand the privilege. Um, and the show is a mixture of kind of comedy, satire, and drama. And I can tell you, it's equally good, if not better, than the uh, the original film. Uh, before I go on any more, has anyone else seen the original film or this show? I mean, I've no. heard of it and I always yeah. wanted to watch I've it, but I never got around yeah, to doing it. It's really, really good because uh, certainly it could be very educational if you know you're not particularly versed in particularly U.S. race relations. It's more to do with the small things rather than you know the larger things like you know shooting people dead just because of the skin color. Although that does become an issue in in the show. No spoilers. Yeah, no, it's absolutely superb. It's so witty and well well observed, and. But yeah, it never it never becomes melodramatic. It never um, never becomes preachy. Um, it certainly tonally hits the nail on the head. Apparently, it will be coming back for a second season, um, and I'll be delighted to see that. Um, and it's nice to see, obviously, a film, well, a TV show with a predominantly black cast that isn't um, isn't The Wire, basically, because uh, I can't think of too many others. Um, Hasn't that been said about this TV show though? That hasn't what been said, sir. What, sorry? Like, it's good that, that... Well, basically what you just said, you know, but... Yeah, um, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure it has. Um, I mean, it, it, it's... I can't really... It's hard to make it not sound like it's, you know, preachy or um, pompous, but it really isn't. It has the absolute um, perfect tone, which is just the right side of serious, but, you know, with a light enough touch so that nobody's going to get um, kind of bored by it or... You know, even as you know, as privileged you know grouping that we are, you know, middle class white men, um, you wouldn't watch it and you wouldn't feel that kind of twinge of guilt necessarily. You find a find a twinge of recognition. Obviously, I haven't experienced American college life, but you know, there are things in it which will be relatable to everybody. Um, I think particularly uh, the performance of Logan Browning as Samantha White is particularly good and Mark A. Richardson as Reggie Reggie Green who is what I, th- I believe uh, one of the only people to reprise their role from the film or certainly not many of them yeah absolutely superb hooked from minute one um, hard to pitch it as a straight drama it's more of a satire but um, really 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 good um, so n- nobody's seen the film at all I take it no no I would pitch this in the same kind of bracket as Get Out uh, the you know, oh, yeah. really recent film. I mean, it's nothing like Get Out. Obviously, Get Out's absurd, but you know, <laughs> for the um, for all the best reasons. But um, this is very much realistic. But you know, it's kind of this seems to be a new tradition of kind of black American, you know, auteurs kind of putting a message about racism out there that isn't all firebrand. Don't get me wrong; there's a place for that when you're watching something like Twelve Years a Slave, but. Um, there's a place for just you know social observation, you know stuff like where you know white men can't or white people can't really see past the color of the skin, even if they mean it in a positive way. 
you know, meeting a black person and just wanting to discuss black issues, you know, not really seeing them as anything other than skin colour per se. Um, anyway, I understand it's got pretty good critical response as well, but I thought it was even better than the film, although I would highly recommend the film as well. Um, yeah, Do you have to watch the it. film before? You said it's like a follow-on. It is, but I wouldn't say so, no, because the, the, the okay. TV show does a good job of explaining what's happened. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine it. But, I mean, uh, my girlfriend Ellen watched it with me, and she really enjoyed it, and she hasn't seen the film. So okay, cool. I can't imagine why you would need to have seen it. Although, frankly, I would advise both. Certainly, if yeah. you like the film, you will like the TV show. I suppose uh, it's a similar concept as uh, This Is England, isn't it? Um, well, yeah, well, yeah, in some respects, yeah. I mean, it's very different in a lot of others, but yeah. The whole yeah, idea. the concept that it's yeah. like the film and then the TV show progressing, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it should happen more often, I think. Um, mm. Rather than, you get quite a lot of uh, TV shows that are based on films where the kind of retellings or in the same universe, you know, open bracket, close bracket. Um, certainly, I'd prefer it to be continuations, like the way this has done it. Yeah, it's yet another, as I said, I hate to be seeming like a corporate suck-up, but yet another really, really good <laughs> Netflix, you know, show. Yeah, cool. I Yeah, I saw this on Netflix and just kind of assumed it was a film, actually, so... <laughs> how, much, how much do Netflix pay us by, out, just out of interest? Not enough. <laughs> Wait, two packets of wafer-thin ham every month. I've asked them to replace our sort of toilet on the boat. <laughs> They could at least send, like, you know, like, honey roast carvery ham, couldn't they? Yeah, no. <laughs> We're not worth nice, that much. The, you know. the cheapskate. <laughs> um, I mean, you're saying it's a toilet, Clive. It's just a bucket, you know. Well, yeah, I'd like them to replace our bucket. But we do that. And, it, and it would be nice, as I said in the last podcast, if you occasionally, you know, threw it over the side. <laughs> instead of just leaving it for poor Cable, you know. <laughs> he's, Cable, my, he's my slave. Cable told me he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was it. The I'm kind of slaves these days. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I I'm kind of surprised you haven't seen this cable. You seem to be all yeah, over no, this kind I've, of stuff. I've seen can... I've seen it on. I know why Netflix cable hasn't and watched it. Why? Why is that? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know, oh, what I do know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Anyway, um... <laughs> I feel like I'm I not getting to the joke here. No, just making an insin- insinuation. You're saying I'm racist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the insinuation. I'm definitely right. not. Um, yeah, but no, I've, I've seen it and someone else told me it was really good, so I, I do kind of want to, but... Yeah, like yeah. really, really, really highly recommended. Um, and, uh, Is it I think long? No, I believe each episode's about half an hour long. And oh, there's well, there's well, about... I think there's ten episodes, but, um, you know, not, not long I was, episodes. I was expecting an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think beautiful. we said it, I think we said it on the show the last time, but it's it's a nice palate cleanser as well. Like I think sometimes if you like me, I tend to go from kind of high end, you know, high octane dramas, like constantly. But it's <laughs> yeah, nice to yeah, uh, yeah. it's nice to watch something that's a bit lighter, albeit still very serious. But um, you know, just a lighter touch. But mm. it's not a straight comedy either, as, as I said. Yeah, highly recommended. Yeah, cool. That sounds interesting. Right, let's uh, move on to, let's go with James Cable, sat. Right, well, I've, I've got a bit of another palate cleanser, if I'm honest. Um, so I want to talk about the BBC comedy White Gold, which I don't know, I don't, I think it's, it must have aired recently, but I watched mm. it all on iPlayer um, last Friday night. It, uh, there's only six episodes, they're half an hour long. Yeah, it's a, it's a, so it's a new comedy, it's 
the story of a double glazing showroom in Essex in the 1980s. Um, and before it even aired, it was compared to The Inbetweeners because it's by the same writer, um, Damon Beasley, I think he's called, who wrote, who co-wrote In Inbetweeners with some other guy I don't know his name of. And I think he also worked on Flight of the Concours. Um, and you can tell, you can tell it's written by the same guy because just some of the just the humor and the like the monologues that it comes out with and the you know the smart like one-liners and everything you can just tell it's very similar to that and it's also it also stars Simon and Jay from The Inbetweeners so Joe Thomas and James Buckley um and they they're the, they're, they're sort of sidekicks or the underlings of um Vincent Swong who's played by I've got it written down here uh no I haven't I don't know who's played by <laughs> this guy called Vincent Swan. He's he's like this uh, cocksure, arrogant um, wanker basically, and he's like becomes a salesman and sort of starts running this uh, double glazing showroom. Um, and yeah, it's it's like it's similar to the Inbetweeners, but it's a bit more mature. Um, I guess because they're a little bit older, the, the uh, actors. But it's immature and more sort of in the the sort of the storytelling and like the overall sort of vibe of it, rather than the jokes, because it's still very immature in terms of the jokes. It's still, like, um, sort of constant immature banter that they, that, that was in The Inbetweeners as well. Um, I'd say it's a little bit less funny overall in Inbetweeners, but um, it's just as funny at its peak. Uh, but it's more it's more of a story than The Inbetweeners. Um, the rest of the cast is also great, so Vincent's wife, um, the secretary is hilarious, and the owner of the shop's funny as well at times, and it all just works really well. Um, it fills an in-betweeners sort of gap, um, I felt, um, and I really love the 80s sort of style of it. So there's like the music, the style, the fashion, and the comedy that sort of goes around it all. You know, the social sort of backdrop of the 80s, the council estates and everything. Um, and yeah, so it's just really, yeah, it was really refreshing. I really enjoyed it. Watched it all in one go and I found it absolutely hilarious. I was recommended by some guys at work um, and we've constantly been like laughing about it since. And I think, have you watched some of it, Clive? Yeah, I've seen the first three episodes, I think. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely... the My one criticism would be that the two in-betweeners guys are basically the same people. Yeah. But it is, it is funny, and it's not as if we've had you know, in-betweeners for a while, so... But it's different enough <laughs> yeah. that it's... But like yeah, it has a... Like the, the rest different. of the thing is, is different, so... And the, the main guy's good. I've forgotten his name. Yeah, I can't remember what his name is, but... He reminds me of Jude Law. Like a younger Jude Law, which I know Josh... Josh loves in. Jude Law. That's one of his f- favourite opinions. <laughs> I don't say that's one of your controversial I opinions. I hate but. Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> I find him quite overrated. I think he's Jude done Law. S- yeah, I think he's done some good films, but I can't really think of any like superb think, performances. Like, Jude Law is in one of my favourite films, but <laughs> I just hate him. <laughs> what, what, what film was that? Closer. Oh, I've never seen that. Is it any good? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I rated it. I rated films. it five stars on Netflix. <laughs> I, it's the only thing. It's the only thing I've ever rated on Netflix, and the reason why was because it's rated when I found it was one star, which is just an outrage. <laughs> Didn't it cause a like an up, an uproar? Uh, in yeah, family? yeah, it did cause uproar in my family. Yeah. <laughs> why? Well, oh, because fault, I it? quoted it. Well, me and Cable were quoting it on Facebook, and my uncle saw and said that it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> so I had to apologise to him. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it caused a bit of a rift. <laughs> no, I, I haven't heard about this show at all, Cable. Um, I never tend to hear about British comedies for some reason. Um, I mean, 
compared to what else is out there, how, how do you feel it stands up? It def- I think it definitely stands up. Uh, I don't really know what to compare it to, but other than what I've already compared it to. But yeah, it's really, yeah, I just found it really funny and I wanted more. And obviously there's only one season. It's though, definitely like so. a palate cleanser. It's pretty light. Yeah, it's light and it's quick and easy to watch. Yeah. I've heard that it's worth watching just for the soundtrack. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. Yeah, I'd agree with that. The soundtrack is good. Eighties definitely seems to be the thing at the moment. Like if, mm. all these TVs are going back to the eighties and stuff. Um, do you <clears throat> do you think there'll ever be like a nostalgia for this decade? Hmm. I don't know. Probably in like. I think there'll be lots so. of things that people will be able to spin off, won't they? Yeah, I guess. I I feel like this decade in particular doesn't have that much of a distinct style. Like you can mm. look back at like seventies, eighties, even the nineties. And you can think, oh, you, you can say, oh, that's that era, but I don't really There's think... There's a lot of ridiculous people, though, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. On politics. <laughs> yeah, true. Very. Maybe it's just when you're in it, you don't see the distinct style. Yeah, true. We'll probably it, probably look time, back... you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thing is, though, not one of us is fashionable enough to actually look like the decade <laughs> we're in, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, we're going to look back at it and go, well, we didn't really take part in that, did we? Um, <laughs> my Cl- Clive's had the same haircut from the womb, basically. <laughs> One of my kids said that today, actually. Like, what? He said you ha- said, he said well, you asked, he asked me if I was born with hair like this. <laughs> I, like, I don't think so. We'll have to ask my mum. <laughs> um, anyway, cool. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed, I'm enjoying White Gold as well. I'm looking forward to watching the last three, so... That's good to hear something that I've actually seen. Um, let's go to Josh. Sat next oh, to me here. Um, okay. I hear this Can is I... going to be controversial. <laughs> I well, think, uh, uh, yeah, I've heard it's going to be even worse than Game of Thrones. Huh. It's very similar to Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> is this our joint review? Have you got something else? No. Uh, well, yeah, this is actually a joint review. Oh, it's a James Cable and Justin yeah. special. Yeah. Both oh, wearing NBA Oh, vests. dear. It's not NBA related. But we are both wearing no, NBA. Yeah. The reason we're wearing NBA vests is because we're going to watch Game 4 of the player finals tonight. Also, Cable has an NBA vest because I lost a bet. Yeah. <laughs> I won the bet. And had, to, and had to buy him an NBA vest. Yeah. It was an NBA-related bet. What was the bet? Uh, we bet which two teams would do best in the um, NBA, and Cable picked the two teams that are in the NBA final. Yeah. And he oh, wow. refused to agree that the bet should be void because he picked the no, but I... pre-season <laughs> favourites. No, but I picked the favourites after I said to you, are you sure you, want, you, you don't mind me picking these things you've already picked ones, which aren't the favourites? So in a moment of bravado, I said yes. <laughs> and have regretted it ever since. Well, that's entirely your own fault. Um... Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, on to the review. So our joint review is of Maiden Chelsea. Boo! <laughs> the E4 reality TV series following a um, set of people, uh, sort of like very privileged, Young upper 20 class, or 20, somethings. twenty somethings, and their outrageous lives. Um, <laughs> before we uh, progress any further, I'll just like to say that. Um, one of the recent members of the show um, from this most recent series <laughs> is someone who my dad and brother know. Right. I, I didn't realise you were that posh. Well, um, I, yeah, I didn't realise that he was that posh. I think he kind of just stumbled into it, but really. Which one's this? James. 
I think he just kind of stumbled into it, lasted two episodes, and then they realised that he was a... uh, (laughs) He was not... Yeah, so got rid of him. (laughs) We also met someone off Main Chelsea. We did. We queued up outside Waterstones in Leeds for hours to meet him. (laughs) Sad bastard. And then then we got a a book signed. We definitely were out of place in the queue. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we definitely did probably... we go to Leeds specifically for that yeah we, we no we went to Leeds specifically for that I thought we went for another reason and that was no no places. no we ended up going to the Royal Armouries too so yeah, you know true. but the reason why we went was to meet him but basically I'd just like to say that we, when we started watching this we were together I think it must have been 2012 or something and we just we both it, it was just starting we had just been on for a bit and we just decided to watch it like as a joke on a whim and then kind of got into it and like watched the whole season in one yeah, day. Yeah, and definitely we were watching it and we were like, oh my God, this is terrible. Oh, these people, oh, they're so horrendous. <laughs> but then we just couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, and it's just been like that ever since. And uh, Yeah, because definitely I think that I hate it, but I still watch it every week. Yeah. <laughs> I love it and I hate it. It's, very, it's, it's easy to watch and it's really easy to like get into the characters, but, well, the people who are actually meant to be your people. Um... <laughs> And just sort of like hate on them or criticize yeah, them, and like some of them are definitely the people I hate most in the world. I think that's one of the things I enjoy most about it, just like ripping into them. But also, some of them are the people that I love most as well, because they're just. They're <laughs> Would just... you say it's a thing you have to watch with someone? Yeah, I think probably because it it it. I think level. probably because <laughs> then you can just talk about it and make jokes about it and I think it's def. I mean my opinion is that it's definitely not something to take seriously it's just <laughs> something to watch and just yeah, I definitely just, enjoy it though just laugh at it and get annoyed by it and you know <laughs> kind of root for some of the characters or people and then also just really hate on them too yeah uh, you know I, I, I actually watch it with my mum <laughs> and she you know follows the same like some of them some, especially the, the, the women she just cannot stand them. <laughs> that actually adds to the value. Just my mum kind of just sitting there on her iPad doing a jigsaw game or whatever, and then just <laughs> occasionally making a comment about, uh, you know, calling. Didn't she call someone a slag? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and just other things that like she just normally just wouldn't do. And then Maiden Chelsea just brings out this other side to her. <laughs> I think my dad. My dad refuses to watch it and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's definitely very fickle and very like. Yeah, it's just completely ostentatious and pretentious, and you, you just watch them, and you know, all of them. Like, there's the air for McVitie's on it. There's the air for Bentley cars, <laughs> and you know, obviously they've just had this ridiculously privileged life for their entire ty- for their entire life, and they just go off to Barbados or whatever. With, you know, on a whim, like... just completely on a whim. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just so surreal really just thinking that you know these are their lives and yeah what yeah. are the so I'm assuming there's some like storylines are the main storylines well, always the, related to girls the storylines yeah. are always like oh you said this oh. the storylines just <laughs> kind of repeat each her. season with different people involved in them right. mainly around cheating and things like this so, and then someone denying that they're cheating, but then in the end, you know, they get exactly. found out that actually they are cheating and then they get a drink thrown in the face and it's just like, oh! And then they all make up and start banging someone else. Jesus. That's the best summary I've ever heard made in Chelsea. Yeah, and they always, they always hate each other, like, one minute, and then a couple of episodes later they'll be best friends. Although I would like to point out that that is also similar 
for a viewing experience. <laughs> like, someone will come along and you'll just be like, oh, look at this tosser. <laughs> and then a few episodes down the line, you just love them. Not always, but... I've, I think yeah. the main problem I have with this and shows like this is it's pitched as reality, yet you can tell by the looks it's on the faces not. that, yeah, that you know, mean, it's not even... Not even marginally. There's re- definitely real. elements of it which are true. Like the people are actual people, yeah. and it is vaguely their lives. But they definitely tell them, "Go here and do this. Go here and yeah, say this. And these, Go and these, upset this person." These messages <laughs> that they get sent from a friend, <laughs> yeah. actually, you know, the producer. Producer. <laughs> oh, the producer's just texted me saying that Jamie banged a bird the other day. <laughs> Oh my god, that's disgusting! And then they have a massive row about it, <laughs> and then that's the episode. <laughs> it's a weird. Concept. There's, a, there's a lots of shots. There's a lot of shots of like um, drinks getting poured and like <laughs> um, images of like the London rivers and like posh parts of London and stuff. And uh, the music's actually really good, though. The yeah, the music's track. good. Yeah, definitely. I, like, I've definitely discovered a few songs from it and stuff mm. like that. Um, well. If polls are to be believed, Kensington and Chelsea is a socialist utopia. Apparently, it's turning Labour, believe it or not. Yeah, right. I'd imagine most of them are Tories, to be honest. Yeah, I'd probably. imagine that most of them wouldn't have a clue. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I know that Toff's a Tory. Yeah, well, she's a stupid bitch, isn't she? <laughs> Beef. <laughs> Wow, well, um, that was interesting. And <laughs> that's, That short interchange just there was like the best summary of Made in Chelsea that you could give. Someone saying something and then an outrageous opinion being passed. <laughs> I can't remember if I've watched one of these with you or not. Yeah, you Possibly, probably like, have. I think I got forced have. into it once. I think you probably enjoyed it just because of us being like, ridiculous. It, it was funny to listen to you guys shantering. <laughs> Um, cool. Right, let's move on. Al, uh, <laughs> swiftly, <laughs> swiftly on. Al, please let's say it's Game of Thrones. It's not. It's not on yet, is it? No, no, no it's not Geordie back. Shaw. It's not back. Yet. <laughs> uh, no, the it's twelve the... series of Geordie Shaw. Is Alex Wayne's next review? <laughs> no, it's actually uh, it's close. Right. Close. It's the only way is Essex. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, as I said, I was, I was still divi- still kind of divided about what I'm going to talk about here. Uh, it was between Better Call Saul and the show I'm going to talk about. I think I'm going to leave Better Call Saul for now, and then we'll talk about yeah, it next idea. time as a full season. Um, <laughs> okay, good idea. This one here, anyway, I'm going to talk about The Keepers. Um, again, Ooh. sorry to be a corporate, corporate whore, uh, but another Netflix show. Um, Fucking hell, let's get it stuck on the side of the boat. There's definitely <laughs> some carvery ham on its way. Oh, definitely. <laughs> the, <laughs> the worst pirate boat ever we're watching Netflix. <laughs> I hope we're not paying for it. Oh no, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're using um, we're using Dave Peeling's password. He's the only person. <laughs> paying for it. Um, anyway, yeah, no, the keepers. It's a seven-episode documentary series <clears throat> about the murder of a nun called Sister Kathy Sesnick and the cover-up by authorities. Um, and it's absolutely superb. Basically, um. If you think, if you're wanting kind of, you know, a point of reference, you should probably think that it's making a murderer uh, meets uh, Spotless. If you not Spotless, um, oh, what was that film called? The film with Michael Ke- Spotlight. That's it. Yeah. So Spotlight meets making a murderer. Um, I mean, naturally, the show kind of drags out the entire thing over these episodes. You know, get piecemeal, piece 
piecemeal by piecemeal, giving you bits of information, but it's riveting from the start. Uh, it involves the police, the Catholic Church, uh, local authorities, uh, sexual abuse, murder, you name it, it's in it. Um, and it's absolutely riveting from minute one. Before I go on any further, uh, has anybody else seen it? No, but I saw... Clive mentioned you mentioned it actually, Clive. You said we should watch it. Well, you you saw. Um, yeah, I had because of yeah, I'd heard really really good really good things, and it sounds interesting. And I enjoyed making a murderer. So yeah, um, it's different to making a murderer. Making a murderer was, um, I would say, you know, more viscerally shocking. Um, this one is perhaps slightly more artfully done, although it does use the same trick as making a murderer does of ending on a cliffhanger bit of information. But I don't know, there's just... The the entire feel of the documentary is amazing. It follows people who are still trying to solve the murder. And um, I could tell you, you do get a form of um, closure in this, although it's obviously never officially been confirmed. Uh, but they do end up with a working theory as to what happened. And um, if you're anything like me, I mean, I love a good documentary, particularly a, you know, a crime documentary like this. You'll be guessing. Uh, th- this is a great show to watch with other people, I think purely because you can talk about it afterwards and have your theories and you can say, oh, I don't like the look of that guy, you know, he looks too shifty, you know, um, didn't buy into his answer. And you'll chop and change your mind, I think. Um, I mean, there is there is a, a villain throughout the entire thing and he, that's never in question, but you will chop and change your mind about other things. Um, anyway, made with real art and grace. Um, fascinating, obvious, well, for obvious reasons. And um, yet another reminder that, you know, the Catholic Church probably can't be trusted. Uh, you know, there goes the Catholic listenership. But um, I think we already lost them on Spotlight. Yeah, they were long gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to say too much more on that, um, but it's yet another example of great documentary television. Um, this, I mean, it wouldn't have worked as a film, in my opinion. It wouldn't have been nearly enough time to go over this. goes into such uh, unbelievable detail. And yeah, wow. You know, amazing. It's, this isn't um, how is this like similar length to Making a Murderer? Like thirteen? Uh, it's, no, it's seven episodes long. Yeah, they're all about. I seem to remember it's quite short. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're about an hour hour cool. hour long each. Should be uh, this, you know palatable, you know digestible. Sorry for you, Clive. I would have thought <laughs> this is one I will definitely watch because I'm interested in it. Hopefully with someone else, but <clears throat> yeah, it sounds really interesting. I like to watch it, and I do yeah. like I like documentary series, particularly things like this where it. I don't know where it's like you just want to know what's what's happening <laughs> yeah i mean like i mean the entire design of it as i said it's very kind of tastefully done right up until the last minute and then it just leaves you on this cliffhanger with that kind of really you know like music you know just like um and then you'll kind of want to watch another one but um, yeah i try not to binge on stuff like that even when it leaves me with that kind of cliffhanger but um it's hard not to <laughs> it's harder not to when it's a real thing, I think. Yeah, well, it's yeah. I mean, you know, stranger than fiction. Um, you wouldn't if it was written. Uh, people would might maybe say it was overblown, but um, this mm. all really happened. <clears throat> Does it explain why it was tried to be covered up? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, the show doesn't prove anything. It's an open murder still. Um, mm. But it's not so much just about the murder as, as it is about a kind of, I don't know, a conspiracy uh, between, you know, the, the state, um, the church, 
and you know just general attitudes uh, towards well sexual abuse and in general you know society um yeah i mean don't get me wrong the murder finding out who killed sister kathy is the main focus but it, you know it doesn't just stick to that it explores everything around you know what makes what makes you know something like that possible really um I mean, it's non-linear as well. It jumps around. It doesn't just say, you know, this is the year and this is what happened in that year or this month. It hops between the the um, various place, points of the timeline, including events that are happening today still. And it's, um, yeah, wow. Incredibly well done. Would you say it's like... Because with Making a Murderer, I was very, like, addicted to and I had to know what happened next. But I don't know if I actually, like, enjoyed it a lot of the time in terms of, like, when I was watching it, I just was, like, disgusted and felt really, like, sickened. And stuff like because well, it's obviously like a real story. Oh, well, it's not you... a story; it's like a real thing. Yeah, but is it is it similar to that? Yeah, well, kind kind of. You're certainly going to be disgusted by a lot of what you hear went on. Massively disgusted. Um, but like like we always say in this podcast, you know, you might not enjoy it per se, but um, you're going to be kind of gripped. You know, you're going to be yeah. um, submerged in this, you know, horrific tale. Yeah. Like really, 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 really well done. Um, certainly, I, I, I'm a sucker for any kind of things like this, films and uh, TV shows about true crime. I'd put this if I was making a combined list of TV shows and films that are true crime. This would make the top ten comfortably, probably top five. Uh, up there with so, the Jinx right, and Making a Murderer. So what you're saying is really it's a bit like Made in Chelsea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean you know half real. You know, posh tossers. No, and you don't no, really nothing, enjoy nothing. it. You don't really enjoy it, but you get gripped by it, and you have to submerge yourself in it. <laughs> um, so, in, in conclusion, Alex Wayne thinks that this program is a lot like Made in Chelsea. Yeah. Um, let's not let's not submit that for the poster. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds really good. Yeah, honestly, I can't. I, again, another one. I can't. I, I couldn't recommend it more. Um, very different to Dear White People that I've talked about, but um, both very. We live in a golden age of television. It's always said, uh, but we really do. There's so much choice. I mean, I, I haven't even started watching Fargo yet. And no, you I might remember, either. I you might, watch that. You might, re- you might remember that Fargo season two was what? my. Oh, what? get out! Are you, are you talking about the film, though, Josh, or the TV show? I was talking about the TV show, but my opinion applies to the film as well. But I, yeah, okay. Oh my god, he's so I'm, wrong. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm a bigger fan of the TV show, I think. Oh no, I see. The TV show. See, the film is one of my top three films of all yeah, time. But I, think, I liked it, but I, yeah. It's not even in the top three Coen Brothers films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> no, anyway, um, yeah, Fargo. I think was my TV show of last year, or best, or might be the year before. Um, but there's so much and I haven't watched another show that I believe James Cable is going to talk about which I really really want to watch as well um, yeah there's, there's there's too much and not enough time I probably need I, what I need is to come into a lot of money and then not have to work so I can just sit around watching TV all day sounds ideal um, well on that segue then let's go to Cable with that yeah, um, I'm going to briefly talk about uh, the ha- uh, Handmaid's Tale, um, which have any, has, have any of you read the book for it? No, because I, I haven't. Have not, no. I haven't. Um, it's based no. on a 1985 dystopian novel by Margaret Atwood, 
um, which is it's set in a near future New England uh, under a totalitarian theocracy um, that's over overthrown the US government. Um, it explores themes of women in subjugation um, and the various ways they try and gain individualism and independence. And the TV show is on, it's airing on Channel 4 at the moment. It's been two episodes, so I've watched two episodes. But it's currently, I think it's almost finished in America. I'm not, I'm not sure on what network it's on. It's on it Hulu, Hulu in it? America. Okay. It stars Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss of, uh, she plays Peggy in Mad Men as the main character, Offred. And it also stars... Hmm? Hmm? What's her name? Offred. Offred? Yeah. I think that's how you say it. Um, it also stars the girl from Gilmore Girls. I don't know who she's called, but um, but yeah, it's like it's it's a it's a modernized adaptation of it. So it's it's set in present day. Um, it, it seems like because of it, because it's like a, they're a suppressed society. It seems like it's actually in the past, but then there's flashbacks to just before that was oh, they were overthrown, and it's like to present day. Um, and I, obviously, because I've not read the book, I can't see how it like sort of compares to what it was talking about then. But I guess they've sort of modernized certain parts of the themes and stuff. But it's definitely a timely adaptation because a lot of the stuff which happens in it, well, I've not watched much because there's only two episodes, but you can sort of tell that it sort of reflects stuff that's going on in the world today. But basically, the, the main theme of it is that women are a property of the state and they're just kept as breeding stock, basically. Um, and I think it's, it's not clear yet, but it's because of the falling birth rate, which is due to, well, I don't know what yet, but um, basically... Most women are infertile, so the ones that are fertile are sort of kept to create babies. Um, and the first episode, I, I describe it as one of the most intense episodes of TV I've ever watched. It's very violent, and there's like the scenes of rape, and it's very disturbing, and um, in a way that I've not quite seen before. And it was just like by the end of it, I was like, I didn't really know what to say because I was just like, wow. Um, I think it was in a good way. Um, I sort of felt if it stays like this intense for all, all ten episodes, I'm not sure I can watch it. But the second episode wasn't quite as intense. But yeah, it's it's still yeah, it's definitely it's very different and it's very yeah, it's, it it looks stunning tonally. It's great, but it's very brutal and like I said, in a way I haven't really seen before. It's a bit slow in terms of the storytelling, but because of the everything else I've just mentioned, it was I was sort of hooked on it and it was very yeah, it was like it was inten an intense watch. Yeah, I've not seen anything quite like it really, and I'm definitely interested to see how it goes. Yeah, I've heard amazing things about this, and it. It just sounds incredibly good. I haven't had time to start watching it yet, um, but oh, I just can't wait. It just it looks incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, Elizabeth Moss is a really, really good actress. Yeah, she's know. she's very good at it. Very good at it. I want to. I've been wanting to read this book for a while, actually. Yeah, I I, I definitely want to read it now that I've. So I don't know if I'll watch that for if I'll read that first, but mm. definitely sounds interesting. I like this kind of. I like that kind of dystopian thing. Yeah. It's. Yeah, one of the things that I think it's, well, the modernised aspects is in the flashbacks, it's like it talks about, you know, modern dating and like Tinder and stuff like this. And mm. I guess they've sort of brought that aspect in it as like modern day, you know, like, I don't know, relationships and that type of thing. But yeah, I I definitely want to, I think I do definitely want to read the book. book. I think it'd be interesting as well, like a dystopian future from the viewpoint of a woman. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of feminist themes in that sort of exploration which is yeah it's good yeah it's pretty rare Josh isn't it it's always men isn't it <laughs> yeah somehow um, yeah that sounds really interesting I heard, I've heard good things about this as well 
but I didn't actually realise it was a book. But when you mentioned, I've got the picture of the cover in my head, yeah. like a red background. Isn't there also some other? Because when I when this was talked about, I got confused with some film that's come out, which is called something similar, but it's completely different. Oh, um, the the hand, the Handmaiden. Yeah, that. I got confused. Yes. I thought they were the same thing, and then they're actually <laughs> completely not. Yeah. Okay. No, The Handmaiden's supposed to be really good, actually. Um, living, well, I no longer live in necessarily a cultural backwater, but uh, I, <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't had the chance to see it. Um, Isn't it very erotic? That. Yeah, it's an erotic thriller. It's uh, directed by Chan Wook Park, uh, the um, director of Old Boy, uh, Sympathy for Mister uh, Lady Vengeance, etc. Um, supposed to be really really good um but i don't think it's anything like this no no no, it's not but yeah i got confused when i first heard of them both understandably (laughs) yeah Yeah, i i can't wait to start this i've got it on i'm recording it um and i will get around to watching this eventually but sounds like it's a difficult watch but it's well it's difficult yeah it is in just in the sense that i couldn't quite believe that well obviously it's not real but like what I was watching, I was like, Jesus. Hmm. Day. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, don't, I won't explain it, like, elaborate on the situations because it'll spoil it, but yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, we've had some pretty diverse uh, shows from Made in Chelsea to that. Yeah. What was I going to say? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Elizabeth Moss. Um, I've heard she's brilliant in this as well. Yeah, she um, is. Well, yeah, she is. So I've actually, I've, I've heard, I've heard it said that it's the best. TV performance, pretty much ever. I read an article about. Do yeah, you right. agree with that? Possib- possibly, yeah. I don't know. <coughs> it's hard Another, to say. It's only been two an- episodes, but she's definitely mm. yeah very good. Another thing I read was that apparently Margaret Atwood, um, everything that happens in in the book, has happened in real life, in some respect. Yeah. So n- not nothing. Nothing's. I mean, obviously they didn't all happen in the same place, but. No, um, no. Nothing's total fantasy that happens in there, which I think is makes it very, very interesting. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Um, did anyone else have anything else to talk about? Josh? Nope. No. <laughs> I will briefly talk about Vertical Song. I'm not going to go into it properly. I think we'll save that for next time. But um, I'll, sure. I'll, I'll chip in then to that, seeing I've been watching it too. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll do a full review, as I said, next time. But um, I would say that I am... Just as hooked this season as I have been for the previous two. Is this the th- oh, okay? You've just answered my question. I was going to say, is this the third? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm hooked for the exact same reasons that a lot of people are put off by. Uh, I love the slow pace. I love how often the show basically stops to just watch people doing intricate tasks. Yeah, setting no, things I up. agree. Uh, it just takes time to like immerse you in something. Now, so, for some people that's extremely irritating. They just want you know. They want the narrative to just move at uh, you know, a rip-roaring pace, but that it wouldn't suit the sh- show as well. Um, and I would also say that um, there was a particular episode recently, um, I'm trying to find the name of it specifically, oh yeah, called uh, Chicanery, which is right. comfortably the best. Which one is that? Of, that's the episode set in court. Yeah, oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the best, you know, courtroom drama scenes I've ever seen yeah uh, absolutely superbly done I mean special mention I mean he, he's been good throughout it anyway but special mention uh, to the guy who plays Chuck mm-hmm. uh, I forget his name but um, wow what a what an actor he's absolutely outstanding I've, I mean um, who is he again um, 
Uh, Michael McKean, that's his name, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen him in anything else except for an old episode of The Twilight Zone, uh, back when he was a very young man. But, um, yeah, superb actor. Um, I mean, as I do a full... made an appearance, yeah. yeah. it was in that episode. Huel. Huel. Huel made an appearance yeah. in that Oh, episode. yeah. Huel. <laughs> yeah, Huel looking about, like, five stone lighter <laughs> and... I love and, But a lot older as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, as I said, we'll do a proper review next time. Um, but do you, do you have any quick thoughts you want to add on that, Cable? Not really. Or, you've hit, you've hit no on the head, really. It is. Like I say, it's quite slow paced. I think that I know people who have stopped watching it because of that reason. Hmm. And is that why you stopped watching it? Mm, no. You just stopped. I just stopped watching it. Um, but yeah, just the way it's just the way it's like done, and it's very artistic and like um, what. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like you say, the way it examines certain, like, you said um, doing tasks and things, but yeah. Kind of yeah, intricacies, very, very I would call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It just looks at things in an interesting way, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, uh, by the way, since we last talked, uh, I have watched the first season of The Expanse based on your recommendation. Really oh, enjoyed yeah. it as well. Ooh. Good, good. Uh, this is on have, my list. We shall might have. <laughs> Might 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 have to um, find you know the second season on the high seas because uh, the yep, second it's definitely fl- out there. Um, yeah, floating in a bottle somewhere, no doubt. Um, it will probably be on Netflix at some point, but yeah. But we don't have yeah. Netflix. No, we do. We've got Dave's password, haven't oh, we? Yeah, we've got Dave's <laughs> password. Um, I think, ironically, he's the only person who doesn't have a Netflix account, or not that I'm aware of anyway. Um, and I think I think before we go, we'd be remiss not to talk about. Uh, the show that Clive hates to talk about, which is coming back next oh, month. Oh right! Uh, oh yeah, Game, I can't of, wait. Game, Game of Thrones. Uh, the trailer uh, yeah. was oh, yeah. typic- typically epic. Yeah. I want I'm, a prediction. I want. I want a death prediction from each of oh, you. God. Death prediction. I think, yeah, I, th- I think we did this <laughs> last season as well. Tormund. Why is Why is he going to die? Because when Jon Snow and the fellas go north of the wall to capture White. Tormund's going to die and that will break my heart and that's serious Ooh. James Cable oh god I don't know Brienne Ooh. why, why? oh really why Brienne it just came to me why though come on I need I some think re- I, don't, I don't have a reason why it just came to me you're just, okay. you're just feeling it I'm just feeling it I'm going to oh. stick I'm going to stick with um, the person I picked last season I'm going to go with Sadafos Simply because yeah. I think yeah, probably in a similar sort of situation as Tormund. I just think he, he's too nice for that world, and I'm amazed he's lasted this long. Um, I mean, I, that will break my heart, you know. The Geordie. Uh, There's definitely going to be some upset people during this series of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so are we going to yeah. are we going to put like put some money on this bet? We've got a oh, bet. Me, Josh and we've I have got already a bet. got. Yeah, Game me of and Thrones. Cable have got a bet. Another another. What? Related bet. Which episode is the wall going to collapse? <laughs> um, no, I don't think it's necessarily going to collapse. Ooh. Maybe not. Um, see, we both think it's going to come down this season. Yeah, quite possibly. I, I could see that. What episodes um, did we say? Um, how many episodes? How many, is, the six, is the six episodes? Seven. Is it? Seven. seven. So did I say six and you say seven? Yeah, you said the penultimate and I, I, want, I wanted to go penultimate but you'd already picked it. So I had to go for <laughs> the final episode. Who do you think has got the best chance, Alex Wayne? Um, I'm going to give it to you, Josh. I think I think you've got the best chance there. But um, 
Right, okay, how about this then? Uh, we'll put, for the next live stick around <laughs> meeting, the, um, let's say the winner gets a drink off the other two. Yeah. I've, cool. I've, I've still got your shot glass, by the way, the Game of Thrones shot glass. That's yours. That was a present. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. I've, I've still. Oh yeah, he hasn't. Well, you should it. you should keep presents. Well, obviously, so. <laughs> well, yeah. I just wanted to mention yeah, it. Maybe that wasn't the best best choosing. He hasn't um, put it in the bin. But yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? No, it was House. Um, Greyjoy. It, well, yeah. Greyjoy. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, because because we had Kraken, didn't we? We wanted to oh, unleash yeah, the Kraken. Yeah. We did unleash the Kraken. <laughs> Beautiful. Aye. <laughs> Um, we're evading Krakens as we speak, actually. Which bastards! <laughs> They're bastards. <laughs> we'll better sh- them off then. We had. <laughs> Aye. Uh, other shows I'm looking forward to, which are coming out fairly soon. Um, Ozark um, or Ozark, another Netflix show. Sorry to bum them again. Coming out in July. That? Are you going to watch? Going to watch that? Um, what's it called? The Gods one, which you read. You American Gods. I don't um, think so. No, apparently it's really, really good, and it maybe maybe it works better as a yeah. um, a TV show than it did as a book. But I just don't have the time, and yeah. so many shows I definitely want to watch. I, I think, think I, mean, I I think I enjoyed the book. I didn't I didn't enjoy the book enough to want to watch the TV show. I don't think. Same, same. I think I might even watch the new Star Trek series Ooh. when it comes out. I'm not sure though. Um, are you, a, kind of are you all... a Trekkie? No, but I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> does that make sense? I know what you mean. Yeah, it does, because I'm kind of the same. Because <laughs> I, I like sci-fi and yeah, space I... and stuff. Yeah, I don't think I can bring myself to watch the original series, though. Just because... Oh, William Shatner? Yeah, but I, the problem is, I, I'm worried that I'd find it too funny. Mm. Just because it's dated. Like, yeah. I, I, think, I think Star Trek has a great history of, you know, social uh, breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want it to be reduced to a spoof show for me. <laughs> yeah. so, that, so that's why I'm thinking. I'm, I mean, I did used to watch Star Trek: The Next Generation a bit when yeah. I was a kid. So did I. Deep Space uh, Nine. That's the one I can remember being on the Voy- telly. Voyager was on as well. Mm. Anyway, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I probably will watch it, provided it gets uh, good enough reviews. Anyway. Mm. Who's Captain Kirk? Um, no, no, it's it's not a. It's an entirely new series. Oh. It's. A, I believe the captain, the main cap- captain is, uh, or at least one of the captains, is, uh, what's he called? Uh, Jason Isaacs. Oh, okay, cool. I think I recognise that name. It's he, would, he was Lucius Malfoy in the Mar- oh, Harry right. Potter film. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like him. Yeah, fre- frequently gets called out on, um, well, not called out, um, said hello to by Mark Commode and Simon May on their, you know, inferior podcast. but. <laughs> <laughs> No, it uh, should be good. I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Um, right, okay. Clive, have you? Uh, you have, you've been quiet all day. Have you watched any TV? Yeah, well, except for White Golden, I've been. We've oh, started yeah. watching Bloodlines, but have recently kind of stopped. Not because we weren't. You watched it. that, didn't you, Al? You reviewed it, didn't you? Yeah, Bloodline. yeah, I did. I, yeah. I really liked it. That's a, that's another one. I need to watch the new season, but I haven't had time to yet. Have you seen the first two then? Uh, yeah, I've seen the first. We're about two. halfway through season one. Yeah, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. It is good, it is good. It's been cancelled after the third season. Right, uh, I'm so surprised it... I'm annoyed it has more than one season, to be honest, but that's just me. Because yeah, I know it seems you mean, like I... the kind of thing where it should wrap up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the second season is pretty good. Um, okay. 
somehow... It seems like the kind of mystery thing where the mystery should be solved after one season, otherwise it doesn't seem very... Seems yeah, off, but, well, yeah. it's kind of like it kind of like it, it it gets solved, and then the second season's about them continuing to hide it, basically. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know how well the third season works, but we'll, we'll see. Interesting. Can I ask a logistical question before we move on? <laughs> oh God, yeah. yeah. Go on. How about if all of our characters die in Game of Thrones this series? <laughs> Is it um, um, who, whoever right. dies first wins? Clive, Cl- Ooh, no, no. Cl- Clive gets a drink from all of us. That, that's uh, the risk we put on oh, it. What? Yeah, that's fine. That is fine. He doesn't even watch it. Yes, yeah, yeah, so well, some pleasure from Game yeah, of Thrones. I was going to say, is that like Clive's compensation for hearing about it? Yeah, <laughs> so much. But, but Clive's not allowed to moan anymore because now he's he's got a drink on it. I won't. If Game of Thrones wins me three beers, I'm down. Yeah. Okay. I'm game. How about if it's two and not the other one? Oh, fucking hell. Um, this is getting complicated. We'll do. Then like, the other one has to buy the two, two drink. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Simple solution. But I do. I want to watch. Um, uh, yeah, keep the keeper or whatever you, the one you reviewed. The keepers. Yeah, I want to watch that. And uh, there's a couple of American football documentaries I want to watch. Uh, Last Chance You and a couple yes. of the other one. Also very good. Last Chance is You is okay. also very good. Cool. Yeah. It We've actually watched with... the first episode, but. Oh, have you seen that ridiculous fight that's happening at the start? I can't remember. <laughs> it's I don't like think it's. So. A, it's only like on for a few seconds, and then it, they come back to it later in the season. It's oh, ridiculous. okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't remember it, but it's been a while since I watched it. But yeah, I want to watch that because I enjoy sports documentaries. And uh, next time, hopefully, I'll be back with some anime reviews. Oh I've yeah, been, we haven't, I've, I've we been watching James some. Anime Roundup. I've been watching some, but it's stuff I kind of mentioned last time. So cool. Um, but um, it's getting pretty late, is it? What, what time? What, what time is it? Um, Al. Um, Check your. Ooh, have you got your watch? Um, yeah. Uh, right. Hang on. Need to set this back to. I've been to Latvia recently, by the way, for a stag do. Regal. Oh right. Yeah. Need, need to set my watch. What, back what's the time what, difference? What, um, it's about two hours. It's plug time, baby. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Is it me doing it? <laughs> you usually do, it, don't you? Well, you know, I thought I might go for it. At stick around cast on Twitter. Facebook.com slash stickaroundpodcast on Facebook. Stickaroundpodcast.com on the interwebs. Email is at stickaroundpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Patreon slash stickaround. Throw money our way for hosting costs. It costs us about £9. It keeps going up. <laughs> for the Pound, year? The pound's fucked. No, every month. Oh, every month? Yeah, so. Oh, wow. Gone up outrageously Jesus. since. Uh, I was hoping the dollar might drop a bit since uh, Trump. You know, just was a general mentalist, but it's not. Uh, well, at least not compared to the band. What else have we got? Oh, Instagram, slash stick around podcast, I think, on Instagram. Uh, we'll post a picture of Josh and Cable in a vest, <laughs> which will turn all of you nice. on. <laughs> yep. Guaranteed. And I think that is it. So, yeah, subscribe to us on your podcast apps. Give us five-star reviews on iTunes. Send us emails telling us that you love us. And that you got an erection from the Instagram. Yep. Send us pictures of your yeah. erections. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Don't go maybe maybe don't do that. Only if you've got a big knob. Only if you've got a big knob, Josh says. Yeah. Oh, only if you hung like a British Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. Oh uh, dear. Right. So we'll be back for. I think it's going to be games, isn't it? If I we follow so. the order. Have you been playing any other games other than Zelda? Um, yeah. Yeah. I haven't. 
been playing that much Zelda because I've mainly finished it, but yeah, I've been playing some games, so I'll save what they are for the pod. Right, okay. Quite excited for games. Um, yeah, and then we'll be back for the other stuff. Fun, fun, Sweet fun. as. You cool. will find out what happens if you stick around. Stick around. Well done. That was <laughs> seamless. Oh, my goodness. Stick around. Stick around. Stick around. Thank you all for listening. Rest assured that you have found the best podcast in the universe. It's Stick Around